Welcome back, Radio Fam. It is, what is this? So season two, episode one. Sorry for like the abrupt ending of the other one. I mean, I guess I don't really know how you end podcast series. You know, I'm, I don't, yeah. as we know, I'm working through this. So, um, but I definitely knew I needed and wanted some downtime in between um, to do these. And I wasn't even sure how long I was going to go because, you know, I was just kind of figure I'd go until I got burnt out. And now when I look at it, I see that I did nine episodes and it kind of bothers me. I wish I would have done 10 because I like multiple multiples of five. <laughs> um, so for this episode, I have Kyle King back actually, because, um, he is just so freaking inspiring and he, as I've said, everybody on here is, but really, um, you know, his story is just so, awesome because I've watched it from the very beginning and you know was really a started from the bottom kind of person because he really grew his channel his twitch channel from you know the very um you know from from the ground up there he didn't have like it wasn't like he was regularly doing a twitch show that already just had people watching anyway um so it's really fascinating to watch the growth um and how he's if you listen back to the episode that we had him on in la in the last season and then to now just the growth there even in fact like he grows so fast that i had to i actually we recorded this actually probably about a month ago sorry kyle um <laughs> but so i had to have him send me like you know his like updated stats because i can never keep up with it because i feel like every time i get on facebook he's always like i reached this goal i did that da 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 so um it says so he started his channel in september of 2020 and since then he's accumulated 1030 followers and that was the other day so he's probably got more now um he's got a, a 316 paid subscribers he was featured in the athletic about switching on twitch and signed a deal with Twitch to be a content creator for them. Um, and so in this, he's got so many good stuff. Actually, all the footage we recorded for this podcast episode, I've had to break up into two, actually. One is just going to be a inspiring, go get them, you know, you can do it, Twitch kind of thing. Um, and this one, I tried to pull out more of the information about uh, how Kyle's navigating sports radio on his Twitch channel. And also playing music on his stream. Um, I just love people that just problem solve or find ways to do better things. And I love listening to people talk through their thought processes. And um, and Kyle, just, you know, how he figures out how he's going to get music on Twitch um, without getting a DMCA violation was pretty cool. So take a listen to this episode. Um, I'm getting better at making them shorter, too. <laughs> it's just really hard. There's just so much good content. Um, but, you know... Here we go. So that uh, other episode with Kyle will be featured uh, a few episodes later down the road. But for now, enjoy this one. He is so great. And I promise you will walk away feeling inspired and awesome. Well, how are you, Kyle? Doing well? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. Things have been have been going swimmingly. Uh, the, starting the, the sports show is going fantastic. It's something I've always wanted to do. And it, it's it's a different kind of sports show. Like... When the Derek Chauvin stuff came down, the George Floyd murder, you know, um, when the verdict came down, I had a whole show lined up. I wanted to talk about how Brett Favre uh, one week is talking about, well, I don't think athletes should really be talking because it's killing the game. And then the next week he's giving his opinion and it's like, oh, so you're retired and it's okay. Gotcha. I get it. Not really. But I was going to talk about that. I was going to talk about the Astros. I was going to talk about, uh, uh, you know, just LeBron kind of stepping in it 
again recently. <laughs> but you know, I, I literally watched Sports Center that day, and they spent two hours talking about that trial. And I was like, "Look, I understand it impacted sports. I do want to hear about those guys' opinions because they were at the forefront of the movement for sports." Mm-hmm. But they spent two hours in a row just talking about that and then bringing on like legal defense counsels being like, well, here's what Derek Chauvin's going to do next. And I'm like, you're not CNN. Right. You're not MSNBC. Like, get the quotes from the players mm-hmm. and then let's get to the highlights, you know, like, yeah. I don't need all of this. Because it's going to be everywhere already. It's saturated, you know. Right. And so, like, you know, I was going to talk about that on my show that day and I was just like, you know. Between watching Sports Center and seeing what's what people are talking about on uh, how how they're talking about it on social media, I was like, why? Like, why would I go in and start talking about the same thing? So instead, I literally talked about the best NBA sneakers of all time, mm. and we watched videos. We were going through like my fans literally helped me pick a pair of Jordans to buy. <laughs> And it was like, I would much rather have fun talking about that, telling stories, than retreading what they're already talking about on Sports Center, on Sports Talk Radio. It's something different. So I try to do that. I try to be fun with it. I try to also sidecast a lot of games. I was watching a, 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 a Texans game one time. And I got the Texans game on. And the whole time I'm sitting there on my phone, I'm watching the game and I'm on my phone tweeting, you know, what's going on in the game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm also interacting with a bunch of other people who are doing the same thing. I was like, so since we already have our phones out, why not watch the game live in my game room while I'm on Twitch with those people? That way we're not tweeting back and forth. Instead, they're in my chat room. They're talking about what's going on. We're interacting with what's going on. We're not Mm -hmm. broadcasting the game because that would be illegal. Mm -hmm. But I'm watching it here. I'm live on Twitch and I'm chatting with the people I would be chatting with on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, whatever it may be. And they're watching it on their device too, you know? Correct. They're watching the show and they've got the, they've got their phone in hand. So it's a perfect, it's a perfect marriage of that, you know, and that's a big thing about not, you know, not just my sports show, but my shows in general is I try to focus very heavily on the chat. I I literally tell them every single show, I don't have a co-host. You're my co-host. If you're talking about it in chat, I'm talking about it on the show. Yep. There have been times where I've gone into a show with like, oh, I'm going to hit this subject. I'm going to hit this one. And then I'm going to hit here. But then the chat start like, literally, I got involved with soccer because my chat was talking about Super League. Oh, no. I don't know anything about soccer. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I literally watch soccer whenever the Olympics and the World Cup is on. That is it. But my chat was talking about it. And I was like, you know, I don't know anything about this subject. Let me learn from them. So I was asking them questions like, how do you feel about the Super League? Why is this a big deal? Help an American sports fan understand why you guys are going through what you're going through with this league right now. I did. And then I did two more shows about it because, again, my chat wants it. Like, I don't like soccer, but my chat likes it. So, damn it, I'm going to learn the game. 
I think that's what's so cool too about your the format in this Twitch thing too is that you're not so again in that radio box to where it's like nope we can't talk about that because that's out of your box like you're like you know what I can improvise and this is what my audience wants so why wouldn't I so for sure absolutely like you know look one of the one of the sports radio uh, uh, channels here in my hometown I'm in Houston mm, they. Yeah, look, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus because, again, I, I I used to work there. I kind of understand. I've never bought into the whole, like, oh, this station is just a shill for the Texans. Well, they're the home of the Texans. So, of course, they're going to be very, very Texans heavy. It just comes with the territory. But we had the University of Houston make it to the Final Four. First time they've done that since the 80s. Mm-hmm. I tune in to this sports station and the thing that they're talking about is the NFL draft and how it affects the Houston Texans. And I was like, the biggest thing going on in this city right now is the final four. Yeah. And here you are talking Texans again, because you have to, I don't have any of those restrictions. There's literally, there's also literally nothing stopping me from an Astros game getting done and me going, you know what? I'm going to do my own post game show. Come talk about it on Twitch. I know sports fans are too. They're fired up and they want to talk about that stuff, you know? Absolutely. And so that's what I love about Twitch. It's very, it's very freeing from the radio standpoint. Again, I don't have, I don't have a, a, a boss who is texting me of like, Hey, can we go back to talking football a little bit more or, Hey, I need you guys to lead with this. I need you guys to, to, you know, if you have three segments, I need two of the three to be this. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. If I want to talk about soccer for 20 minutes, I'm going to talk about soccer for 20 minutes. And if I want to go from there into how much Brett Favre is a hypocrite, I can go there too. It's my own programming. And when I was in radio, I was, when I first started, I was always one of those where I was like, mm-hmm. this one be left, like, just let me do my show. I don't have any aspirations to be a program director. I just want to crack the mic, make funny stuff fall out of my mouth and entertain people. But the more I, you know, towards the end of my stint at my last gig, I was like, you know, it would be cool programming a station. Mm, okay. It would be cool kind of having that and being able to drive around my, my, my city and being like, yeah, I'm choosing what people are listening to. I'm making this happen. Mm. Twitch allows you to do that. I was going to say, is that feeling, especially because I know you were interested in sports broadcasting. So between that and having the freedom, does that really kind of, um, I guess, help fill, start filling that void or maybe yeah, not completely, but. Absolutely. And, and look, I know that there's probably going to be some PDs who are watching this being like, oh, streamer boys got, got some high aspirations. Well, it's mm-hmm. like, no, like I'm literally programming my channel. Mm-hmm. Totally. I'm setting the, I'm setting the topics. I'm setting how I'm going to go about it. I'm setting the bits, all of that. You're and not only that, I'm doing it on the music side too. I can see, you know, the setting of the schedule and doing all that stuff that a program director would be doing. Plus you're doing the promotion side of it too, the social media, you know, you have to be the entire station for yourself. So then yeah. especially when the music side comes in, I'm like, so I was like, so when people ask, well, how is like radio like Twitch? I'm like, it's exactly this. What made you even start playing unsigned artists on your on your it's just Friday nights that you do that right 
Yes. So on Friday nights, I have a show on Twitch called The House Party. It starts at 7 p.m. Central Time. And, you know, like a seven o'clock hour is kind of just me greeting the audience, talking to them, you know, welcome into the show, kind of laying out what's going to happen. Like, hey, you know, welcome in. Here's some embarrassing story that happened to me today or something happened this week. Let's chat about it. And then I like to kind of be like, okay. Well, coming up in the eight o'clock hour, uh, I've got brand new music from, you know, from Black Lavender. Uh, I've got brand new music from Hold On Hollywood, Morgan McKay. Uh, I'm going to play some videos from the Hillside. You know, I, I, I like to preview what's coming up in the next hour. Mm-hmm. Just then, like on radio. Just <laughs> like on radio. And then I also like to set up like, and then at nine o'clock, we're going to jump in with the inebriated Rocket Leaguers, our little gaming group. And we're going to, you know, we're going to play Rocket League. We're going to have challenges. We're going to spin this wheel. The whole seven o'clock hour is setting up the rest of the night. And when I started doing this, I always wanted to, like, especially here in, in Texas, uh, for country music fans, everybody knows that there's, there's country music and then there's Texas country music mm-hmm. and Red Dirt and Rebel. And I always felt, here in Houston, because look, no offense to the Luke Bryans and the Jason Aldeans and the Darius Ruckers and Carrie Underwoods of the world. There are songs that there, you know, there are artists that I like. I enjoy them. But here in Texas, one of the things you constantly hear is y'all need to play more Texas country. Y'all need to play more Josh Abbott band, more Cody Johnson, more Wade Bowen. And I'm surprised that you don't out there because we actually get that a a lot here in Colorado. So I'm actually surprised that right in Texas, there wouldn't be that. (laughs) I'm I'm right there with you. I, you know, like I even wanted at one point, like I was trying to pitch like, Hey, what if on Sundays when I'm working, what if Sunday night before we go into Lon Helton's top, you know, 5,000 songs of the week, what if we were to do Sunday night for two hours, Texas country artists, yeah, I think it's perfect. And it, you know, look, it didn't go anywhere. That's just not the vision that that the the, the station had. Mm-hmm. And even when I was over at KRBE, I wanted to do more local musicians as well. I was involved, you know, uh, at one point with 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 one of the Houston Chronicle writers, Joey Guerra, down here. Uh, we did a, a charity show, H Town for the Holidays, uh, featuring local artists and stuff like that. I, I've always wanted to do stuff like it. Then I saw Twitch get into their DMCA violations and they started, you know, shutting down streamers who were playing Taylor Swift or, or Gucci Mane and stuff like that. Were you playing any mainstream artists at all at any point? I wasn't yeah. playing any music okay, at all. Mm-hmm. And I started seeing on social media, these accounts, when they would get taken down, I would start seeing everybody, you know, being like, God, this really sucks that Twitch is cracking down on this it sucks that my favorite streamer just went away or they had to like, you know, go through loopholes to get back on. And then, then came the question from a lot of people of, well, hell, if you're a streamer, what do you, you know, because a lot of streamers like to put on music while they're playing. Mm -hmm. It's low in the background while they're gaming and stuff. It's just something to kind of fill the void. And I saw that and I went, there's a problem. How do I fix it? There's a solution here. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking into it and I was like, they're only DMCAing people for playing signed artists. This would be a perfect opportunity 
to get unsigned artists featured because you can't can't sit there and, and cancel me for that. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no contractual thing there. So I just started going like, you know what? What if Friday nights? Because I wanted to test it out initially. I was like, so let's do a soft rollout. Let's let's Friday night during the house party because I was like, I'm already playing games, I'm playing Rocket League. I'm chatting with people. We have cocktails of the night that we've started doing. I was like, so there. So when you think of a house party, you think of obviously drinking. You think of games like, you know, having conversations, playing some games. Mm -hmm. But at a house party, there's always music. And I was like, so why not do, why not introduce the unsigned artist there? See if that, that catches on and we'll go from there. So I would literally reach out to some friends who were in bands and I would just be like, Hey, you know, like, can I use your music? Yes, absolutely. Here's some MP3s. Go ahead. So it started off with like literally my friends. Then I took to social media. I started telling people like, hey, if you're unsigned, you want to get your music played, send your stuff here. I'll play it. You know, I started reaching out to my PD friends. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys know some unsigned. So went to Bell Saint. Then I went to my friend Karina, who is the PD over at KFOX. She's the one who put me in touch with, with Morgan McKay, who I literally just debuted her brand new song, Barroom Love Blues. Um, and you know, and then you would you would step in, like you've sent me emails of because you get people who are like, Oh, I'd love to get some airplay, and then you send them over here. You're two for two so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like I just I love playing Black Lavender's Queen Bee video. Yeah. Absolutely love it's it. So it's so different. Great. It's so different. The song is awesome. Yeah, that and beat. I, yes. And I've said this many, many times. The video gives off Pee Wee Herman vibes. And I love that. Oh, yeah, it does. So, but, but that's where the progression went. It, then I went, well, hold on. It's great being able to play the, a lot of the songs right now. I play. While I'm playing games, I'll pop in in between. I'll talk to the chat. I'll introduce songs. But part of me sat there and went, I'm on Twitch. There's got to be more that I could be doing. And then I went, oh, yeah. A lot of people make music videos. MTV sure as hell doesn't play them anymore because they can't, they can't interrupt ridiculousness <laughs> for the 13th hour in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so why not start featuring music videos? So now I literally have like, almost, I have I have between five to 10 music videos right now that I also put in the rotation. So when you come to watch my show, you're getting to hear new artists. You're also now going to be able to see these new artists as well. I encourage any artist out there that if you want to get your stuff played, I have no format. Doesn't matter if you're Texas country, if you're rap, if you're rock, if your R&B doesn't matter, send it to me. If I like it, which I probably will, I'll throw it in there. Also, send me your music videos. Okay. I must have just has... missed the music because I caught it last Friday. Okay. And I was just like, this is excellent. I was like, now he's got the videos. And because, you know, sometimes people play the, the videos and they don't stream. Uh, it's like all choppy. But it was like right on. And I was like, I had, again, I like got goosebumps over it. I was like, look at him go. <laughs> again, well, you know. It's I'm all about evolving and I'm all about bringing something new and fresh because like radio, I get on Twitch and I watch different streamers. Mm-hmm. Not trying to be cocky, but it's like, I'm going to go do my own thing. I, I have the tools to go do it. 
totally. Well, and it's interesting you're saying like, oh, I know this isn't like technically a radio station and all that, but it's very interesting how with all this content and video and social media, how really everything is kind of just becoming its own media you know everybody's becoming its own little media brand so it's yes. really what you're doing with the kyle king brand is is what a radio station should be doing they should be you know interacting with listeners over here putting out graphics here promoting things talking to artists and doing everything you're doing it's just it's like you're ahead of them even though you're just smaller <laughs> on paper for the longest time i always felt that i needed radio to be relevant mm -hmm. like i think a lot I, of people do yeah, like for the longest time, I felt like I'm nothing without the radio station backing me. I'm just another voice if I don't have that. That's inaccurate. You can be whoever you want, especially, you know, again, with, with, with Twitch. Like now my goal, now my outlook is I don't need the radio station to be relevant. I want the radio station to need me yes. to be relevant. Uh, I want to hone my skills on my time. And, and look, I'm always up for coaching. Like if there's any PDs who ever watch my stream mm -hmm. and if you ever have just like, Hey, I think you could do this and it would be really well. I'll listen. I love, I love critiques. I may not implement it because maybe your vision isn't the same thing as mine, mm -hmm. but I always like people who will reach out and be like, Hey, you know, like I'm so-and-so from here. And have you thought about doing this? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, maybe I haven't. Okay, cool. I'll implement that. Or, you know, maybe it's not my vision, but I'll still be like, dude, thank you so much for reaching out. Appreciate it. I want coaching. I, I, I want to find ways to get better. Again, it's going back and reviewing game film. I want that. I crave that. But at the same time, I can do my own thing. I don't need radio to be relevant. Mm -hmm. All I need is a webcam and a microphone and just a platform. Like, I, I again, I see a lot of uh, radio peeps on Facebook. <laughs> who? who who like to uh who like you know who like to talk about like yeah like one of the things I, I saw recently was somebody had posted about oh this consultant says that the future of radio is talent i saw that too <laughs> and you know i was me i sat there and was just like they've been saying this for years when are they going to implement it like you know how many times I have heard that over and over and over again, but you don't want to pay your talent or I'm sorry, you, you either don't have the budget to bring in talent or you don't coach your homegrown talent. If, if radio wants to remain relevant, you have to have talented people. I never want like one of the things that I get all the time when people have found out that I do radio is like, Oh, you must love music. I like music. Like, I mean, I, I think everybody likes music. I don't think there's anybody in this world who's just like, Oh, music, not for me, but I'm not like, Oh my God, my passion is to just play music. No, my passion has always been to just entertain people, mm -hmm. make them laugh. And radio was always a way to do that. Like radio gave me the opportunity to be like, Oh, I can be funny. I can make you laugh on your, on your, I can either make you laugh in three minutes on your drive into work or the eight seconds they give me uh, during the weekend in between songs. Either way, I'm going to entertain you. And so I do agree with the sentiment of talent is going to help radio remain relevant. Mm -hmm. However, radio is about to find out real quick that all of their talent is on twitch and youtube and tiktok TikTok, yeah mm -hmm. like 
that's where your talent is about to go. And a lot of them, I think like you are going to start to get to that mindset where you have start to be like, wait a second, I have more freedom. I'm getting this over here. You're going to need me more than I need you. And look, I'll I'll be honest. That's a goal of mine. Like, again, I, a goal of mine is for radio, somebody in radio to reach out to me and be like, we want you. We think you're going, we think we like what you're doing on Twitch. We want you to bring, we want you to bring what you're doing to Twitch to our station and help us win. Yep. That's a goal. So guess what? You know, like I, I, again, I had a PD in the, in the past. He, I don't necessarily believe in this, Mm -hmm. but he does. And I know that there's a lot of PDs across the country who do, who have the mentality of you got to go play in the minor leagues before you can make it to the majors. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not in the minor leagues. I'm in the alternate brand. Like if, if, if radio is, if radio is the NFL, I'm the XFL. Yep. I'm, you know, again, and, and sure, look, they've brought people over from the XFL into the NFL, but I'm not in your minor league system. I don't, you know, again, no offense to the fine people of Sheboygan, <laughs> right. but I don't need to uproot my family to go to Sheboygan for two to three years to hopefully come back to Houston. Exactly. Everybody, and everybody's just so different. I mean, somebody can be doing something for years and still not have improved their craft. You know, it's really, so it's Correct. so dependent on the personality. And that's why, like, especially when I see somebody that's young and talented or whatever, I try to let them know and be like, hone in on that. Cause some, sometimes the people around you are not going to be telling you that, but I see yes. it. So go work with that. <laughs> right. Like if you're, if you're a promo kid, like I started out in promotions, mm-hmm. I, even with Twitch, I feel like I'm still that, that, that kid in promotions who was going to do everything that he could to get on the air. Like I started at promotions at KRBE from there. I worked up to being a board up and from board up, I conned my way into being an on-air talent, you know, but you know how I, but you know how I got myself ready for that opportunity. I would literally go up to the radio station on days I didn't work, or I would get done working a promo shift for six hours and I would come back and I would just lock myself in a production studio. And I would just intro songs. I would literally get, get, get the, I would literally get the, the CDs, put them in and I would start, I would fade them out. I'd fade in. You know, I was doing everything. Awesome. And I was putting together, I mean, it used to take me eight, hours to just get a two minute reel together because again i would practice I, oh i didn't hit the post just perfectly on this one or oh i got close i can do better and i would just sit there and do it over and over and over and over and over and i would have the i would have my my friends who were on air listen to it and give me pointers i would constantly bombard the apd and pd of like please give it a listen tell me what you think <laughs> but i did that i went and i got my practice in and that's what i'm doing with twitch absolutely and I, I think that's why things are going to be successful for you because i see i see what other successful people do and I, you're doing that you know and just the concept problem solving shows a lot of work and it's and i think a lot of people give up and or they just don't understand what their audience is doing at solve you, you're pretty well rounded in in a I, lot of that i think a lot of it as well comes down to we live in a society that wants instant satisfaction a lot of people start off a podcast or they start off a morning show and they're like, we've been doing this for three months. Why aren't we a household name yet? Yes. And it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't work 
like that. Sometimes you get lucky. Like, yes, luck has a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. You can hit the right trend at the right time. You can have, you know, you can have a celebrity who sees your TikTok and they enjoy it and they share it. Next thing you know, you're getting bombarded. Mm -hmm. That can happen. But realistically, a lot of the streamers that I enjoy now who are at the top of their game have been doing this for five years. Yeah. They didn't just, they didn't just sit there and go, well, it's three months and I'm not a Twitch celebrity yet. I'm not a partner. What the hell? I, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm done. And then they go start another project. And if that doesn't work in three months, they're done. Maybe one day Twitch just decides like, nah, we're good guys. Thanks for all the time. Bye. That's smart. <laughs> and then it's like, well, where am I going to go? Well, I guess I'm going to go and start showing off my nipples on OnlyFans. Like I have that backup contingency plan. Seriously, OnlyFans.com slash The Kyle King Show. I really do have it. I love that. Oh, my God. That makes me want to go create one for the radio fam. Although, although I feel like that would be the wrong. Of. <laughs> Actually, the radio fam could go in a whole new direction of being like, here's the hotties from October. <laughs> Like oh Sean God. Tempesta on a sprawl. Like, mm. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh my God. Nick, St Nick Steele just. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm just saying, hey, look. You're like, where do you want me to put the bean? Hey, if you guys unlock this one, Kyle will let you choose where the bean goes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, I love it. I Am love I it. famous I yet? <laughs> I love that you're always thinking. I mean, that's a great example of it. You know, look, you gotta have, you gotta have a contingency. And I haven't gotten to the point where I need OnlyFans yet, but I'm not ruling it out. Fuck yeah! You never, and more power to you if you are on OnlyFans and you know you're you're showing off under boob or or, or <laughs> under cheek or something. Like more power to you. I don't care. Make your money. Well, if you guys really like my house party show and my sports talk, come support the Twitch. Otherwise. I'm doing spreads on, on, on OnlyFans from here on out. And it's going to get weird. I love that so much. Oh. Well, I also, I also appreciate the fact that I'm like not, not in radio, but you're still like, no, you're part of the fam. Like we'll still support you. And, and, and all that. I do feel bad when I tag you and stuff on Instagram. Cause I'm like, I'm not, a, I'm not in radio and she's promoting my Twitch, which is great. Like, cause you do promote everybody. I was like, but I, I always feel, feel bad. Cause it's like, yeah, no, you know, as the more I see it crossover and, you know, and again, watching you guys do your thing on it really has made me very interested in it, especially because I'm always trying to consume this stuff as a, um, as a, as a, an audience member too, as a listener, yeah. like I was not a radio person that always wanted to be in radio. I was a listener first. So, yeah. so just playing with that as a listener, I'm like, this is really cool. And I really see this going somewhere so i'm yeah. excited and as i see everything kind of blending that's why i actually even just recently i'm kind of revamping my website right now and has changed some of the verbiage to include the name I, i'm adding a, you know a network for radio podcasters streamers and creators because they're you guys are all you know essentially all creators it's just a matter of where you're putting that now and like you see yeah, platforms and, anywhere to do it absolutely and look if you're if you're somebody who you, you like I really want to get involved in radio, but, or, you know, I, I want to move from being the night guy to the, the morning guy, mm -hmm. but I just need that opportunity, man. Come stream, stream on your off time. I, I forget good. who, I forget who it was, but it was a radio peep on Facebook who, and I had never thought about this before. Mm -hmm. It was a radio peep on Facebook who said, I would rather choose quality of life 
over job. So if that means I have to do radio in a medium market, but I'm in love with the town, I'm in love with everything there, I'm going to stay there. Yes. I don't need a major market. And uh, it kind of goes back to like, you know, uh, a lot of people back in the day would say when it was like NBA free agency, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, you know, Kevin Durant's going to go to L going to go to the LA Lakers because that that's where he's more marketable. Oh, look out for, for Kyrie. He's going to go to the New York Knicks because that's a major market and it's a major media market. They don't need that these days. Mm -hmm. These guys have such a big platform. Thanks to social media. Thanks to, you know, just media in general expanding. If you're talented enough, they'll come find you. Gone are the days where you need to be in the major market to be relevant. You can absolutely dominate the world of radio from Sheboygan. Shout out to the fine people of Sheboygan again. (laughs) But you can do that. Like It's getting to the point now. I think this pandemic has taught us we can all do a lot of stuff from home. That's why a lot of these radio jobs ain't coming back. Yep. As much as I would love to go back to my old job. They probably ain't going to hire me unless it's a full-time gig. There's Mm -hmm. just gone are the days are going to be like, oh, we're going to have people live on the weekends. World's changed. Mm -hmm. But at least now, maybe there'll be opportunities for people like you that are doing the stream kind of thing more full-time where, or, you know, creating content, whatever it is. And then like, but then they also have some sort of radio show on the side. Maybe an extension of that, the Kyle King that gets syndicated on a few more in a markets or whatever because you know i know how to do this too and you know this you can do it from your home and you know i i would i would love to do that like i've I've told people like if i have somebody who randomly you know who watches the show that would randomly pop up and be like hey i'm about to start this new journey here and i think you would be a perfect fit for the vision that i have and for what we're trying to accomplish well i like being wanted i like being recruited Mm -hmm. I would absolutely go for the right opportunity, 100%. But I'm also very content with what I'm doing. And I think that it's the best place to be in because you feel like you, I, some people then whatever radio job gets dangled in front of them, they feel like they have to take it because they're in a point of desperation and sometimes end up in really shitty situations. I feel like when you're a little more grounded, you can kind of take into that and be like, mm, you know, like and kind of weigh your options a little more yeah. and not have to jump. But like, it, it, it's very weird to me that, Cause like I said, my friend called me up and he was like, yeah, I was having a conversation with so-and-so. And he was, he told me he was having a conversation with this PD and your name got dropped. What? Like See? I spent 10 years in Houston radio. More people know me now that I've gone to Twitch than when I was in radio before. I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's very humbling. It's very cool. It's, it's, it's definitely weird for me, mm-hmm. you know, cause like now, like, you know, you used to be, and, and I'm not meaning this in a bad way. So hopefully nobody takes offense, but like, you know, like it's how I found out about Chris Cruz was word of mouth. People would be like, Oh, this Chris Cruz guy. Yeah. He's everywhere. He's creative. He's talented. Now I'm able to call him a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Sean Tempesta, super, super talented dude out of Vegas doing this show. I now get to call him a friend. Like now my name starts getting brought up to people and I'm just like, you know, I eat gross jelly beans on, (laughs) on, on Twitch, right? Like that's, I eat gross things and spicy things at times. So why am I, I don't know. It's, it's very shocking. I I almost feel like Bane (laughs) from, from, from the dark Knight rises, you know, it's like, Oh, nobody paid attention to me until I put on the mask. 
<laughs> it's it, I think what's great timing is that Chris Cruz and mm-hmm. his episode and talking about um you know why you should be all over the place and he made a good point that he said you know and well you know I, I said I would hire him and he was like and have you ever heard me on the radio and I was like you know good point I never have but I would hire you without having to hear you on the radio hundred percent hundred percent because Chris Cruz knows how to market he knows how to hop on trendy things he knows how to be relevant same thing with Sean Tempesta I have never heard. <laughs> hear my dogs freak out oh somebody he agrees with you um but you know but again i've never heard sean tempesta on the radio yeah that's i've only point. seen him on the either yeah. yeah i've only seen him on the free-for-all show but you know what i'd hire sean tempesta in a heartbeat and yeah and he i'm doing his episode right now and he the stuff he's talking about is exactly what you're doing so i love when people say the things and other people are doing them and you know i mean he's doing it too but you know what i mean like it's like exactly like this is why this stuff works this is why your name's getting noticed because you're putting yourself out there on all these platforms that you're able to do so and people know who you are and that's half the battle any of you who have ever sat at home or in a meeting with your pd or sales or whatever all of us have been this is not how i would do things yes so go do what you want to do if you think the way that you want to do it is going to work go implement it go start a youtube channel go start a twitch channel whatever Get there and do it. Just, I feel like Shia LaBeouf. Just <laughs> do it. Like, and anybody who just reaches out of like, dude, saw your interview with with uh, with Marie or caught a Twitch stream. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing. Do you want to set up a meeting? We can talk about it a little bit more. I can go more in depth, show you stuff using screen share. Like, what can I? What can I do to help? Hi, I'm Kyle King. I will be your guide for the internet. Like, <laughs> like I said, I love that. I love getting new messages from people. Like, hey, I saw saw your Twitch show, or oh, I was talking to so and so, and they said I said I should drop you a line. I love that because, mm-hmm. like I said, I I love helping people, and I love seeing everyone succeed. And guys, if if you want to, you know, again, if you want to follow along, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kyle King on Air. You can find my show twitch.tv slash the Kyle King show as well. And if you are or know of an unsigned artist or band that would love to get their, not only their music, but their music videos featured, please, please, please have them reach out and contact me. Kyle King show at gmail.com.